2: And, you know, I'm telling you, some days, if Benny didn't say you're alive, I would be wondering about me. Am I really alive? Well, yeah. Diane Brandon joining me here today. Healer, intuitive, you name it. What does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to be alive? You know, how does that show up? Well, this is what we're going to be talking about today. You know, the idea of being born aware Can have different meaning for different people. But today, what we're going to do is we're going to be talking with all of you to think about what does this mean? What does this mean, born aware? Does it mean that you wake up and you're aware, like, was I aware that I was born in the Bronx, New York and St. Francis Hospital? Is that what it means? Or does aware mean that for a kid like me, I cried for the first four years of my life, wonder what that was about. Could it possibly mean that there are insights from people, stories about what it means to be born aware? Now, for those of you out there, you just watched our eclipse and had us take a a quick moment to just be in the presence of that, but each of us tap in to what it means to be alive today. Not just what does it mean to be alive today in our human form, but what does it mean to have the possibilities of being alive, really alive, really aware. Diane Brandon is the author of several books, Born Aware Stories and Insights from Those Spiritually Aware Since Birth, Dream Interpretation for Beginners, Understand the Wisdom of Your Sleeping Mind. I could go on and on and on. But the point is this, you know, when somebody is touched on the shoulder about what they are meant to do in this lifetime, the question then becomes, what the heck takes us so long before we do it?
3: Diane, do you have an answer for that? Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Well, I think I have an answer to that because my sense is what I have seen and observed is that we come to things at the time that we're supposed to come to things. That means that all the time before we started doing what we were tapped on the shoulder to do is not wasted. Theoretically, we we, we were learning things. We were growing. We were stretching We were becoming more than we thought we could be, and sometimes sometimes we have to get to that point before we can do what we were tapped on the shoulder to do. It's also a function, I feel, of what we call the time externally in the world when it is important for something to be done in that context.
2: Oh, let's talk about that. Let's Mm. talk about that thing right there. Let's talk about that. Because somebody said to me once, and we're going to talk about this from your book, from the fabulous book, first of all, Born Aware, a Fabulous book, fabulous. But this is the time for us to be talking about it. Somebody said something to me, Diana, I, I would like you to comment uh, about it because, you know, you've been on my show, you know a little bit about me. They said, yes. Pat, what the heck is taking you so long to become you? And I, <laughs> I thought I was waiting for the eclipse today. <laughs> that's what it really is yes i said I, I, was like, Dude, I went into a whole story i didn't do this on facebook live this morning so i just want to say to all of you you're going to get clips of this later today but i didn't do this on facebook live so they asked me the question like what's taking you so long what, what's taking you so long oh my gosh and i said well what do you mean i said i've been waiting for the eclipse and they looked at me and i had this very serious face and i said yeah Yeah, I actually, I could, I was waiting for the eclipse. You know, I couldn't do it. Not a moment before this eclipse. I had to wait, had to wait, sat outside. We did the Facebook Live, had my little glasses on. Boom, I did it. Now I can become me. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Pat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They were hanging
2: on every word. (laughs) You know, there's a part of that that I believe in a sense. So let's talk about that. Well, but, you know, tell it, me it, about born aware, right? Because I think I was born aware to become born to become more aware every day. I think that's my born aware. I think I was born aware so that every day I can learn how to become more aware.
3: Well, I think I think for those of us who are spiritually oriented, even if we don't remember what we thought when we were born we are oriented towards becoming more and more aware because on a higher level, we come here to unfold and grow and become more aware and for the roles that we play for others in the greater drama, which I go into in the book. But, you know, going back to timing, or do you want me to to tell you how I define born aware? What would you like me to say? I want
2: you to just... I want you to tell all of us, because I think we all need a little help right
3: here in this arena. <laughs> well, you know, I have always remembered what I thought when I was born. I didn't have to be regressed. I didn't have to, you know, try to reclaim those memories. That is as clear as day to me as it was then. I have never forgotten it. I remember being with God's or spirit, before I came in. I was bummed to be here. I never shared that with anybody. For all I knew, everybody had memories like that. That was just my norm. And then in 2014, within the space of a few months, two different people shared their pre-birth memories with me. And when the first person did, I thought, oh, that makes two of us. When the next person did, I thought, okay, that was my tap on the shoulder. Okay, I'm being told to do something with this. So there are those of us who remember what we thought, what we perceived when we were born. And when I say born aware or spiritually aware since birth, our thoughts and perceptions were spiritual. For example, I knew that I had to be here. I didn't want to be here. I knew that I had absolute knowledge when I was on the other side. I knew I didn't have that here. Some people remember the other side before they come here. Some people know that being here is temporary this is not the only reality. Uh one person in the book was quite aware of the template for his life while he was here. So that's what I, I mean by the born aware phenomenon and that's different from what I call innately spiritually oriented, people who have that spiritual tug or pull at them, but they don't they're not full blown in the sense of the memories of the other side. And One important facet, I feel, of the born-aware phenomenon has to do with the type of consciousness we're in when when we're born, and that is the consciousness, the Mm -hmm. type of consciousness we have on the other side. I call it the higher soul awareness. So those of us born aware are hybrids. We are very much split between our higher soul awareness, which is like our home awareness, and our human side, which is really different. You know, and and it's very narrow in perceptions and has all the emotions and the stuff and all of that. So we come to things at the appropriate time in our lives. For myself, when I was born, I knew I had to be here because there was something I was supposed to do. I thought it had to do with performing. I pursued acting and singing. I loved doing it, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) (laughs) My spiritual intuitive work came completely out of left field. And and I know, in retrospect, that it came about when it was supposed to come about. Yeah. This book, this material, is coming about when it's supposed to come about. And by the way, it was rejected the first time I submitted it. So it was like a year and a half later. And I realize now this is when the information is supposed to be out there, not a year and a half ago. So we all come to things... At the appropriate time, and when I say appropriate time, I mean with regard to our growth and our unfolding and also when the medium is right, meaning the right. external world and the time right. in the world. So it, and nothing is ever lost. I'm not going to berate myself for having pursued performing for years because it was mm-hmm. what I was supposed to do. And you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, when you're supposed to be doing it. When we go to that higher level and we see that overview of the entire Mm -hmm. planet and the entire timeline, it is always perfect. Well, what's
2: happening right now is the eclipse, the total eclipse what's happening right now, right this moment, as we are speaking, what's happening is light and dark are dancing. Mm. They're dancing. They're doing this beautiful, beautiful dance. Some people see the dance between the light and the dark as the, uh, let's just say it's a ballroom dance. I see it (laughs) as a Latin dance, I see it as a fiery time. And you know, if you're watching this or you're listening, uh, here's what we wanna say to you. Yes, why is this energy affecting some people more than others? What is it about this that all of a sudden I'm paying attention to? Jefferson City, Missouri right now in complete darkness. What is it about this life force, this energy that has people coming together? And one of the favorite things I like to say, are you ready? Looking up. Hmm. You know the energy of looking up, Diane? Do you know Uh, what I mean? The energy of looking up. (laughs) You know, people say to me, Pat. What is the most important thing about this eclipse? And I just talked about a lot of things on Facebook Live, Facebook Live. but here's what I wanna say to everybody. If you're watching people on TV right now, instead of watching me, which I'm probably, I'm hoping you are, what are they doing? They are looking up. This is the energy of looking up. That's what this is about. When we come back, we're gonna talk about how does being born aware, how does being born aware help us right now with the notion of looking up? Why is the energy of looking up one of the most powerfully spirituals, aware, awakened energies? And what is it about children, all of us that are born? What happens to us when we look up? Well, I'm not answering any of those questions because you know why I got Diane Brandon here. She's going to answer all of those and much more born aware. When we come back, we're going to talk about that and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: Hi there, my name is Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio and a spiritual growth coach. I talk about this all the time on my show, listening to your body and acting on intuition. What do these things even mean? Here's the thing, about 10 years ago, I figured out I was doing it all wrong. I mean, I wasn't unhappy, but was I really happy? And then life sent me a spiritual smackdown, like it does, because I wasn't listening to my best resource, my body and my intuition. I was living from a place of fear. I was stressed and I was in pain, and I seemed to be happily unhappy. Mostly I just didn't know what I didn't know. And what I didn't know was that my body and my intuition had all the tools I needed to live life as my best self. I'm sharing the tools I have learned over the last 10 years of my healing journey in my online class, Soul Awakening, beginning September 19th learn more go to slash awaken that's audreemichelle spelled m-i-c-h-e-l dot com slash awaken is traditional medicine not working for you do you still feel as if your health isn't 100 here at the holistic medical center dr nushin darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Every now
2: and then I fall around, Every now and then I fall Every now and then I get a little bit red, I dream of something around Every now and then I get a little Hey everybody, welcome back, welcome back. Yes, this is an eclipse moment for those of you that are tuning us in and turning us on. You know, I think that for for many of us, how do we know we've been born aware and how does that manifest in our lives? I love this morning being able to be out in my backyard, in my front yard, and just enjoying this moment. And then something extraordinary happened. You know, as Jessica and I were doing Facebook Live, you all were listening to a show that was done uh, almost 13 years ago, I believe it was. And one of the things I love about this is we all get to change, we all get to evolve. But what is it about looking at our lives? where we find the breadcrumbs and we try to follow the breadcrumbs so we could figure that out. So when we're born aware, does that mean I take the dark sunglasses or the dark eclipse glasses off? Do you think maybe 20 years from now, when I save these solar eclipse glasses and they end up in some kind of storage unit, and somebody finds them, and I've got the date on them, that people will experience what we experience today. But being aware and being born aware is incredible because it invites us to the reality that we can create. Diane, before we jump ahead, can you tell folks how they can get a copy
3: of the book Born Aware and also um, how they can find out more about you? Oh, of course. The book, my new book, Born Aware, Stories and Insights from Those Spiritually Aware Since Birth, is really widely available. You can get it at your local New Age or metaphysical bookstore. You can get it at Barnes & Noble. You can get it online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble. So it is widely available. Even some libraries have it in. And you can find it on all sorts of book portals online. And I am easily findable. My website is DianeBrandon.com. How easy can you get? D-I-A-N-E-B-R-A-N-D-O-N.com. Has all sorts of information on there, on my work, how I work with people, one-on-one classes. Yada, yada, yada. (laughs) Yes. Well, let's
2: talk about the yada, yada, yada part because I like that part. Look, (laughs) Born Aware, I want to ask you about this notion of, looking at our lives and struggling, struggling to even contemplate that we are aware of anything. I mean, this idea of discomfort, right? You know, what I'm talking about is going through life, feeling discomfort, and then having these moments uh, of awareness. And you have so many stories. But let's talk about aware and let's talk about Aware now in conjunction with life force energy of the universe. Okie doke, okie doke, okie
3: doke. <laughs> I feel that I feel that consciousness has been shifting for some time. As a matter of fact, uh, an astrologer friend and I are going to be speaking about that um, at Spiritual Frontiers Fellowship in Raleigh in a couple mm-hmm. of weeks. Um, the one difference with the born awares is that, again, I go back to the higher soul awareness. You mentioned before the break, looking up. While we are here on this planet in a three-dimensional human body form and in that human little psyche and consciousness, we get so caught up in everything in our lives and our pain and our happiness and what we want. And what that means is it is like a box for yeah. our perspective. We are totally blocked in by seeing things from a human point of view, from our human personality point of view. Those of us born aware are fortunate because we have that other perspective. We have that higher perspective. We remember, most of us remember some aspects of the other side. And so I feel on this planet at the present time, we have to try to get that higher perspective because it is getting caught up in our human stuff and what we want and what we don't like in others. And I don't uh, like your religion and I don't like your yeah. race yeah. that is really affecting things on this planet. And we both know about the environment, environmental degradation. We know about wildlife, etc. cetera. We need to get out of that box of our thinking. Those of us born aware know that everyone and everything is connected. And it's not a cognitive, I know this, we remember this from the other side. Everyone, everything is connected. And if we can plug into that awareness, not as a belief or a mindset, but as a knowing and connect connect with others, transcend all this stuff. Of course, I will say we have duality on this planet because if we didn't have duality, we wouldn't be learning and growing.
2: Well, come on, would we even have an eclipse if we didn't have duality? I mean, what would we be like millions of people, gazillions all over the world, NASA with big telescopes? What would they be watching? How would we talk about an
3: eclipse if we didn't have light and dark? Yes, yes, and that's a wonderful point. Going back to what you said, Pat, about yeah. looking up, just before I came yeah. to be ready to speak to you, I had on, I can't remember which channel on TV, to, you know, for Eclipse Coverage Live. And they mentioned that they mentioned one woman, I don't know where, somewhere in the West, mm-hmm. uh, on the West Coast, who had the spiritual experience. And that is what my wish. For anybody watching the eclipse, it's to have a spiritual experience. It actually reminds me, when you look it up and you see the sun and moon doing this this eclipse dance, it reminds me of when the first astronauts went into space, looked down at the Earth, Edgar Mitchell especially. Some of them had spiritual experiences, a spiritual epiphany. Edgar Mitchell founded Institute of Noetic Sciences because he had a spiritual awakening. You see from a higher perspective, and that's what we want to do. So we can look up and we can see the sun and moon dancing or in our consciousness. I do this a lot of times in in a meditation exercises with clients go up. To a much higher perspective and look down at what's going on on this planet shift the perspective get out of the box That's you know I- it, it, it's funny right um I, we
2: we have so many things we relate to in our culture right now diane right now that are of a i don't even know how to explain it out of this world variety let's just call it this out of this world variety right Mm -hmm. Uh, And so what do I even mean? What I mean is there is an energy that is existing right now that is part of our imagination genius, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, Somebody emailed me and said, Pat, seriously, positive talk. Are you not following current events? And so I emailed them back and I wrote a letter uh, uh, about uh, my life and growing up and what the era was like that I grew up in and where I grew up. I also wrote them about a guy named called Victor Frankl.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And if you think that what we got going on right now in our lives and the conflict that some people think we have, uh, it has anything to do with how we live our lives then we've lost the notion of the freedom to choose the freedom to choose how we're going to start our day and how we're going to end our day right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to ask you about aware you know me I'm from New York right but I also live on the West Coast. And I had a spiritual awakening the minute I put my feet in the West Coast <laughs> in Seattle. I was never the same. Look at here. Do you see this? I love that. This is, she's gorgeous. She is today a self-portrait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I created her uh, kind of unplanned. And what she has are these radiant light beams in her head. They are actually appetizer forks. Oh,
3: I love yes. those.
2: I was they can a, be iridescent. I'm telling you, I was at a white elephant in my buddy's house. They had these appetizer forks. I immediately knew that I was going to use them to create these, and I have six of them, these ideas, an mm-hmm. expression. She mm-hmm. is my self-portrait. She represents the dark and the light. If you look at her face, it's almost a mask. Um, and so what I want to say, and I want to ask you about this and talk about this when we come back from break. Sounds good. How aware do we need to be to be able to choose how we go through this world? How aware do we need to be? What is it that we can create in our lives despite a Victor Frankl concentration camp experience mm-hmm despite what might be going on in the world, despite the fact that I was homeless at 17, my mother Mm. committed suicide, despite the fact that maybe you just lost your job. Honestly, I've been fired from every job I've had. That's why I'm (laughs) self-employed. Let's take a short break. It took me me getting fired from a few jobs to realize I need to really work for myself, Diane. (laughs) Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, memories, memories to guide us to our future. If you have a question, 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back.
0: Known for his keen sense of humor, contagious smile, And extensive esoteric wisdom, EJ translates deep spiritual wisdom into practical advice to empower you to live your happiest, most fulfilled experience. Mystic Living Radio, deep spiritual wisdom, practical advice with EJ, Eliyahu, Jihon. This hit show delivers profound experiences for all who want to live life to their deepest desires. Tune in monthly for Mystic Living Radio. Learn more by visiting vitaltransformation.org.
1: Hey, did you know
0: why they call the foundation the foundation? It's called the foundation because it completely eliminates your foundation for what you thought your reality was and creates a whole new space where you can have an entirely new reality that is foundationless. So from my point of view, they should call it the unfoundation or the foundationlessness. Either way, there's a big new global rewrite happening again, because these guys cannot stop changing. There should be like a Change Anonymous that Gary and Dane go to. And it's happening April 28th to May 1st. You can find out about it at accessconsciousness.com forward slash Global Foundation. It's happening in Paris. Go to Paris, or do it online, or find a pod near you. These are all the options you have. And what else is possible? Are you feeling stagnant or blocked in your love life, career, health, or finances? Experiencing difficulty focusing or setting and achieving goals? Tune in to Spiritual Diagnostics Radio with psychic visionary healers Carol Dorian and Justice Welling. Discover the cause and effect of unwanted patterns in life. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit SpiritualDeed.com That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com.
2: I am so very glad Diane Brandon's joining me here today. Thank you, Linda, for making this happen. What is the born aware phenomenon? What is it? And how many of you are thinking, well, wait a minute, if I don't have what, what these two are talking about, then am I left out? Am I missing? What am I missing? Am I doomed? Let's say that word. Am I doomed? Or am I duped? Right uh diane before we we talk about this because i want to talk about this idea of born aware being aware and trusting that we are aware and what
3: the heck to do with it again please tell folks how they can find out more about you oh easily uh, my website is dianebrandon.com d-i-a-n-e b-r-a-n-d-o-n it has a listing of all the books and 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 what i do and how to make an appointment with me and All of the above.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, so let's kind of, you know, let's kind of talk about a couple things that we were touching upon before the break. Um, One of them was this idea of connecting to life force energy, which we talked about. The other was being in places of having a knowing and an awareness. The the next thing, and I know I said some other things that you're going to touch upon, but the next thing is, Wait a minute, I'm aware. Now I've gotta do something about it. I've gotta take action about it. And I said something to you like, you know what? My life did not make sense to many people when I started to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars and buy airtime on a channel in Seattle and then other channels around the world. It didn't make sense to my friends. They were clear that for me, I'm supposed to be getting thousands and thousands. And by the way, uh, when was I going to give up this hobby that I somehow started Mm -hmm. to do? Listen, we need to get some help today. And I know you can help on how to carve the pathway, the yellow brick road, whatever you want to call it how to carve that
3: pathway filled with trust. <sighs> That's, that is huge, Pat. And, and I will say it's very important to start somewhere and take baby steps. So the first thing I would say is start with self-awareness. You remember the phrase living consciously. Observe yourself. Observe how you are in different situations. That's number one. Number two, I really feel it's important to tap into our inner knowing. You know, I'm big on intuition. That was a book, you know, one of my books, Intuition for Beginners. It's so important to tap into your inner knowing. Yes, I am born aware. I have that. But I am spoken to all the time. It's like there's some sort of conduit or or tether or umbilical cord between God, source, and me. And it feeds me, and I am spoken to. I have little knowings and nudgings. We can all have that. So that's hugely important. I think, too, as people start to wake up or plug more into spirituality and being spiritual. Sometimes they want the whole enchilada at once. They want to go out and save the world. You know, they may not know how. So it's important to also, I'm big on essence, knowing what your essence is on the inside, the real you in this lifetime, underneath all the inauthentic stuff, because that's a blueprint, for who you are in this lifetime and what you are to do. Once we plug into our our essence, embrace it, and we start expressing it outwardly, especially doing things that are important to us and that are meaningful and that we have a passion for. So yes, Ugh. you may feel that you're being led to start a radio show.
1: and network. like you,
3: Pat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and not know... Right, where that's going to lead and you are in this space of trust and faith so sometimes we don't see the whole picture we start with a knowing we start with an inner urging we start with being spoken to we start to we start with starting to do something and trusting I don't know where this is going to lead but I'm going to take that first step and Even as I move forward on that, I'm going to continue to listen to how I'm guided. I may decide to revise things, change this, add that. It's an organic process. It is not a sit down, there's my goal, I'm going to move towards it full blast, irrespective of, of any other information coming in. It's an organic process. We are always guided we're always led we're always spoken to so it's important to, to have that trust I feel like we know more that we're on track when we feel ourselves lit up more and we start to have that sense of ah this feels right I know that I'm moving in the right direction that's what I would say
2: Well, you know, one of the things that I I think that I wanted to make sure we did capture here too was this notion of, wait a minute, do I trust myself enough? Do I trust the world enough? Do I trust my boss enough? Do I trust, do I trust, do I trust? And I would love for you to talk about this idea of being born aware. Is there a difference between uh, some people that are born that don't think they're born aware and grow up with the notion that they're missing something, right? Like I'm missing a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, or do we all have this innate, aware, let's just call it genius, and we may not tap into it exactly when we think we could
3: or should. I feel that we all have something in our essence that makes us unique in some way that lights us up and sometimes we have to go through a process of discovery to find out what that is we may not all become quote unquote completely aware Or you can't go back and change your awareness at birth, though um, I've written Mm -hmm. an article on how to try Mm -hmm. to recapture that awareness. So it's important to start where you are. Definitely what, however you define spirituality. Right. However that works for you. Different people use different terms. Some people say guides, angels. My connection is with God. Yeah. So whatever that means to you plug into it because, again, it's like a tether. It's like an umbilical cord that that feeds us. So we all have something that makes us unique. One of the difficulties in trying to find our way in this external world is we look at these slots out there, and I'm talking about career, you know, what slot can I fit myself right. into? And so you may start out with a slot, but even if you're in a slot that's not completely right for you, you're being given information. Even if that information is, Mm-mm, this is not right for me. It's very difficult when you are in a situation that is not of your own creation. And I come from a family of entrepreneurs. So <laughs> in the corporate world years ago and and even though I was promoted twice, you know, very very quickly, it was not it was not in my nature to to just be working for other people. So it's in some people's nature and that's perfectly fine. So this is the part of the self-awareness, the path of self Discovery and and the connecting with, with whatever your spiritual belief or, or or whatever feeds you spiritually, we will not achieve nirvana while wow. we're on this planet. And even those of us born aware, we have this wonderful gift. We don't get a free pass.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You come here. I don't care what your awareness is. You're going to go through difficult experiences. And what you want to, what those are doing is trying to elicit growth and unfolding. And as we, as we as we do that, our trust a lot of times does increase because we realize, oh, I came through that and I feel better now. So we're all going to get that growth. I think a lot of times people feel, well, if I become spiritual, then my life should become magically better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also not true. It's interesting because I it have- It is. What astrologers call a difficult chart. And I've heard that <laughs> a lot of people, spiritual practitioners have difficult charts. So that all that means is it's there's more for us to learn from. It is not an easy path necessarily. Mm-hmm. Connect with other people who are going through similar things, share things, talk, find people you resonate with. That's hugely important, especially as we're growing and unfolding. Mm -hmm. So there are a lot of resources out there. If you look back, if you look back on your life five years ago, 10 years ago, can you see your own growth? Can you see the things that you've learned and how much better you feel now? Yeah, That's another little tool. I
2: love that we're talking about this because one of the things I learned along the way uh, is um, I I got to interview uh, Deb Angle uh, about a year or so ago. And she wrote this book, The Only Little Prayer You Need or something like that. And it was really this. It was it was this. Thank you, God. Oh, my gosh. I just lost my job. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Every day, I make sure that when I start my day, thank you, God, over and over and over and over again. And if you don't believe in God, maybe you believe in goddess. Maybe you believe in higher power. Maybe you believe in universe. Maybe today, the eclipse and the sun has become your new energetic force. Uh, The thing that I love about this is that we get to look back and see what we've done to grow you know, I want to ask you this question. I was talking with somebody who obviously took a look at my chart. You you know, I guess my, I I guess my birth date and everything is out there. So people do your chart thing, right? Um, (laughs) uh, I I don't even do my chart. And so one of them was saying to me, you know, Pat, oh, wait, let me put my glasses on for this, Diane, for a minute. I got to put my (laughs) glasses on for this one. So they were saying to me, so Pat, you're like Jupiter's like your ruling planet. And this eclipse has to do with Jupiter and Leo and, and you're going to have to deal with the dark forces of power before you can be open to Jupiter's gifts. And so I just looked at him and I said, you know, Hey, newsflash, let me just tell you, I've been dealing with the dark forces of (laughs) Jupiter for all my life. So I, 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 okay, it, it, you, you know what, like uh, Darth Vader or something's going to show up in my life, and I think when you take the glasses off and you can see the light, we can deal with anything. I think Absolutely. we have the capacity to do that. What do you think? And does our, how does the degree by which we are more aware of our own awareness and our own awakeness, how does that help us? with anything that gets
3: put in front of us. Well, I think that absolutely gives us perspective, Pat. Mm-hmm. And and we touched upon perspective earlier, how important yeah. it is because we tend to get very caught up in ourselves and our stuff. I, I've always said pain is a magnet. If we're going through a difficult experience, difficult emotionally, we get very self-absorbed because pain pulls our attention in yeah. So it's important to really zoom out and have a sense of perspective and i am very big on knowing your own truth i some people may set call me stubborn <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. i i feel it's very important to get into your own knowing and become your own authority and that's one thing that happens when we start to develop our intuition, our inner knowing, we start to shift that yardstick for authority from outside of us to inside of us. We are all going to go through dark nights of the soul. Somebody, you know, we have a painful relationship or yeah. we lose somebody in our lives yeah. or, you know, you lose the job. Yeah. That is part of being here on this planet. And so we have to move through it. I'm a big believer in in feeling those painful feelings but not getting stuck in them. Right. We will always have times when we're feeling better and times when we're feeling less positive, but I do not tell people be up and positive all the time because number 1 it's artificial, it's not genuine and number 2 it's not good for your health. Just read the research done by Institute of Heart Math heart rate variability is optimum for health. So you want to go through those things and you want to feel them but not get stuck. And yes, you want to yeah. remind yourself, I'm very grateful when I look at so many people in this world who don't have clean water, who who oh. don't have enough food to eat. So it's a matter of balance. It's a matter of not telling yourself, I'm going to be up and positive all the time. Or I'm going to be grateful all the time, or I'm going to be totally wallowing in my mire. <laughs> <laughs> well, know,
2: you, I mean, this is why I like the whole thank you God thing, because first of all, it acknowledges the thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we know this, and you just touched upon some of the studies, you know, Somewhere along the line, somebody said, if we enter a mode of denial, we'll be much better off than facing the thing. <laughs> somebody said that. I'm not quite sure who said that. <laughs> yes. But I think somebody like said that. Mm-hmm. And so we, we move along. And we know it's happening. We feel it. But we completely reject it. We tell ourselves we're, too, we're stronger than that. And so for me this notion of thank you God, thank you Goddess, whatever it is, to look that thing straight in the face and say thank you. Here's what I've learned. What I've learned is somewhere at some point in time that thing which is crushing me right now is going to be one of the greatest teachers I have at, at, and I don't know when it's going to be, but I have to believe that. Because if I don't believe that, I don't think I'm different than any other person. I think I end down a path of hopelessness. And I think hopelessness is the toxic nature of destruction. It's the silent killer for so many people. And that's why we do the show we do. Not that we're brainwashing or it's can we instill a moment
3: of hope today. What do Absolutely. you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there are so many people who have gone through extended periods of just awful, awful deprivation. And and uh, well, who comes to mind and, uh, you know, some people may not even remember yeah. Sadat. Um, Sadat, who was president of of Egypt,
2: mm-hmm. who
3: had been incarcerated for mm-hmm. I, many, many years, and when I looked into at photo of him, looked in his eyes, the depth and the awareness there. So it's very important mm-hmm. to realize that even if you're struggling and you're going through something very, very difficult, there is hope. You will come out the other side yeah and when you do you'll be like the phoenix rising from the ashes you'll be stronger you will have more awareness and so yes when you're in this is difficult to do when you're in the midst of something really difficult and painful yes you can say thank you god i know that this is happening so that I will emerge stronger for, from it, you know. I look back on my life. I look at all the, the the difficult lessons I had to go through, and and I have evolved. I mean, I am I am stronger as a result. There's always going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. You may just not be able to see it, you know, when you're enclosed in that. But also, if you seek out. Others who have gone through difficult experiences as, as well and have emerged, they can also give you hope and perhaps even some advice and tools to use. But we will emerge, we always will emerge, and that goes back to the dance between, yeah, the light and the dark, That's which right. we are in the midst of. And you mentioned denial. Yeah, And denial is one of the biggest problems I feel we have on this planet these days. And I feel quite personally that we're in the midst, we're in the process of getting some really major lessons in denial. But it's all part of this dance. It's all part of the way in which humanity is is moving forward, even if it seems so slowly and incrementally that you, you can't really you know, go, are we really? <laughs> but that's where the trust comes in. That's right. where the trust comes in. And, you know, I think we underestimate the
2: human race. I think we underestimate our ability to be human and spiritually, spiritual simultaneously. And I, I think that so often we want to change one for the other, as opposed to creating the harmony in both. And, you know, for me, people look at duality. Um, I try not to look at duality as much as the harmony of energies. You know, red and blue are great colors, aren't they? You got the red, Mm -hmm. you got the blue.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: But you put them together, and what do you have? Purple. Purple! So... (laughs) And that is the harmony, right? Mm-hmm. It's the dance. Um, you know, this is a fabulous time. First of all, let me thank you for joining me here today. Thank you so much for oh, Thank it. you, Pat. Um, thank you for helping all of us get a better understanding of ourselves as well. Um, please, one more time, how can people find out more about you? And then what's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with today?
3: Well, again, my website is dianbrandon.com, D-I-A-N-E-B-R-A-N-D-O-N. There is a lot of information on my website. So uh, I would would start there. I, I, I do have a dream group on Facebook, Your Dream World. And what I would like to really share with everybody who's listening is there is so much within you. That you haven't even begun to tap into. So allow yourself to explore your depths. Embrace your true self, your essence. Allow yourself to open up and connect with every living being outside of you. Develop your potential. Heal and remove any blocks. And allow yourself to unfold organically and live vibrantly and purposefully. Wow. Thank you so
2: much, because this is the time and the age for us to stand in
3: our yes, isn't it? I feel that it is. And to be connecting, connecting with others and with animals and with the planet and with nature, because there's such beauty. Yeah. And divine energy runs through everyone and everything. Always. Mm, beautiful diane thank you so much
2: for today thank you for an amazing conversation
3: thank you so much pat a
2: joy Mm. well i want to thank all of you out there for tuning us in and turning us on and remember you know today is like any other day and the reason that it is is because you're in it and you're very special and today you get to tap into your own personal genius to create an amazing life that will create an amazing world so please step forward in enormous freedom exponential hope and help another person as well as yourselves to live an amazing life we'll see you next time